Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to episode 30 of the Free, Happy, and Thriving podcast. Can I just say that I've been loving just diving straight in without the intro? You guys know we had an intro and Diana, the angel in my team, was to put it together. But I don't know why I just love this thing that I've been doing lately, which is just put grab putting my literally plugging my mic into my laptop, going to Anchor, which is the software I use to um record and publish this podcast and um just just go for it i don't know it just feels a bit more real well i guess it's all real but just it feels good to just have this direct conversation with you so um i i'm kind of gonna follow on to the last episode and i think it's the end of year wrap up that i want to share with you my biggest lessons this year and things that I know you will serve you. Um, so, you know, depending on where you are in your business, I think at any stage in your business, you probably go through this. Uh, whether you need to start a business from scratch, whether you are um, launching a new product, a new program, whether you are launching, launching for the first time, whatever you're doing for the first time, maybe you're launching a podcast, maybe you're starting to stay consistent on your Instagram, maybe like whatever you're doing, um, there's the planning stage and there's the doing stage and the result stage. So as I shared in the last podcast, for me, I think this last year has been the biggest breakthrough in my in the way I do business so I've had many breakthroughs in business my biggest financial breakthrough that changed my life was 2016 that took me full time in my business and since then my business has grown has flourished has adapted um, and I've had always that stability because I no longer had to struggle where to make my next you know, $1,000 or $2,000. Like I, I figured it out. I figured one way out and then another way out. So financial breakthrough was a big thing for me. But just because you make a full-time living or any living that maybe keeps you off having to have a job or something else, doesn't necessarily mean that you've got flow in your business. And you know what? For the longest time for me, this sounded like, mm, you know, I don't know. This is something that seven-figure coaches talk about doesn't relate to me just show me what to do on Instagram or show me you know what to like launch next or how to do ads next or whatever right and I get it now why all these established coaches why everybody that's making six figures and seven figures is talking about this all the time because it's kind of impossible to get anywhere further without this which is a level of flow in the way you do business. And I'm pretty sure that small and big corporations have to do this as a organization. And to be honest, when I think back at my times in the office and kind of how offices are run, that's kind of what they do. Their standard operating procedures and all the things and their trainings and their system, that is flow. So for instance, for us personally, business owner that maybe we're running it with ourselves or with a small team um the what the, that flow is the way we do things so in the last episode I shared this kind of saying that I've learned from some of my favorite coaches that I call my million dollar lesson to be honest um the one of the coaches I inspired the lesson which is um Taylor Lee she's always sharing this like you know she's always saying in her trainings I think one of 
one of the trainings I took from her recently, she's always saying you either get somewhere or you learn a million dollar lesson. And the idea of a million dollar lesson is you cannot get to a million dollar without these lessons or not that you can't get, but there are your stepping stone to that million dollar, right? And guys, I'm going to the million dollar. I'm not there, but I'm going there. (laughs) So here's the thing. This year has been a year of flow that I'm going into 2023 with so much confidence because I feel like I've learned how to do things my way and how to work with me, with my goals, with my life, with and not not how to work with a situation, how to just work with things, right? So in the last episode, I shared the, the, the concept of I'm going to trust myself on this. So I have an intuitive nudge, an idea. Oh my goodness, I'm going to run that training or I'm going to do this collaboration or I'm going to start a podcast. The old me would plan it, will try it, will most likely waver out of it before I even started it um, and doubt myself and not go through with it or, you know, or I will, but then I'll analyze results and all the things. Um, And only the things that I deeply believe in, like I deeply believe in ads, I deeply believe in email marketing, I deeply believe in like online business works, just keep it, that kind of, so there are principles that I believe in. And those principles, you can prove me wrong a million times, I still know that it's just one more try and we get there. But that's not with everything. I take out a new program. It doesn't sell straight away. It's hard for me to believe that a program is valuable until I've learned all those things and questions to ask myself, like, is this truly valuable? Has this truly changed my life? So that's a lesson for another day. To be honest, um, I wonder if I've, you know, you guys, I speak to you guys in my head in the shower. So I wonder if I run that episode or if it's just still in my plan and my thoughts and in my notes. I'm going to check back the episode list, but I want to talk to you more about how to teach from experience at any stage you are always because Oh my goodness, when you teach from experience, whatever you're doing, whether you're teaching arts, whether you're teaching language, whether you're teaching business, whether you're teaching money, whether you're teaching tech, whatever you're teaching, if you're teaching, so if you do any digital courses, coaching, uh, digital products, anything like that, share yourself online, like when you teach from experience or anywhere attached to your experience, you teach with so much confidence that you, you cannot doubt it too much because ultimately you know it works for you so you you go if you go back to that you know it right but that's that's kind of like a a, a, a topic I want to check if I've already talked to you about but if not you know I'll try maybe fitting in before the end of the year but so last last episode I've shared with you this saying and it kind of goes in, in with what this episode's topic is but the saying of I'm going to trust myself on that so when I come up with things I question a little bit do I really want to know do this does this feel right is this the right thing what do I think of it obviously I run some numbers I think of some things but then ultimately I just say to myself I'm going to trust myself on this and then I stick with it but here's the 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 think I want to talk to you about in this episode. Here's another shift. Yesterday, I shared in my stories and I still have like the board here. I've kind of made the last plan for the last month of the year. And you guys, I'm still there. I'm kind of still planning month to month. I do plan a little bit in advance, but mostly month to month. But I've kind of planned out into January and just like some things I'm doing. I'm putting down some, I've got some major collaborations going in this month. I'll mention a, a little bit at the end. But 
yeah, I was just planning that. And then I was kind of looking at it and I sat on it and I switched with my husband. Um, so I want to look after my little ones and do all the things, bedtime and dinner and all the things. Well, he, he did part of bedtime. I did, he did bedtime with, with our eldest and I did with our little one. And, um, and then when I came back to it, I, I remember often coming back to my plans and my ideas and just feeling a bit deflated. Like I've lost a bit of like, um, belief in it or a little bit of overwhelm see the power of being a business owner like us those of us that are putting our own plans and ideas out into the world it is great to come up with ideas but it is essential to keep belief in those ideas because those ideas cannot come to life unless we believe in them it's us who are bringing them to the world in fact most good things out there you know, put out by business owners that came up with those things themselves, even on the big scheme of things, you know, the your apples and your Coca-Colas and whatever, not that Coca-Cola is good, but you know, and um, at least not good for you um, or, or me. Anyway, I divert, but all things, your favorite coach, your favorite course, all things, somebody had to believe in it. And that is such an important part of the process that maybe we don't think enough of. But here's the thing. Sometimes when we don't know how it's going to go, or maybe we don't even have proof that it's going to work, that may be that we are starting this from zero, that may be that we have failed a million times, that may be that we put ourselves out there and the response wasn't as we expected, whatever it is, it's not easy to believe in something, right? I think maybe if you don't have any proof that it works or doesn't work, you may stick with, with, with belief, but sometimes you do. Like I send sometimes emails with things that I think, oh my goodness, this was the best thing ever. Like it's going to serve my audience. This is so good. I work so hard with it and I get the highest rate of unsubscribe rates. But you guys know my story. Recently I shared, maybe maybe you don't know, the recently I shared in one of the couple of, a couple of episodes ago that I was doing this, I did this sale for one of my favorite programs of all times, Grown Purpose with Paid Ads. And my the email that got the most unsubscribers, which was the most unsubscribers I've ever gotten since doing email marketing um, for myself, also made the most sales in the whole campaign. So sometimes what you re- what repels most people the most is what really speaks to those people you're there to serve, right? But here's the thing, here's the lesson in this episode that I got for me and I want to share with you in any way that it serves you this year. I changed my perspective and I am proud of this change to know that I'm just testing this and it is my job to test this. So I don't, like I, right now as I speak to you, I'm looking at my board and I've got a couple of ideas and these are not brand new ideas. These are follow through on things. So I've got on my board some of the events I have going on this month, some things I've already started, I've already working for me. For instance, one of the things I have on the board is, you know what, for transparency, I'm going to tell you exactly what I have on the board. This is crazy, but I'm going to tell you what I have on the board. So I have the funnel, funnel fest which is um, a um, collaboration I'm part of this month, which was is with about like, I think there's 24 of us, 24 or 24 or 25 amazing coaches that specialize in marketing, specifically evergreen and automated marketing. So we're talking about funnels, we're talking about things like this. And, um, and I'm collaborating and I'm actually speaking live for the first time at an event 
speaking and I'm actually part of a session where we're auditing people's funnels. It's absolutely incredible. I'm so proud of it. Um, most of my uh, teaching career, I guess, coaching career, I've taught services because I've been running a service business. But as a service business owner, I do funnels and marketing and my speciality is lead generation, is marketing geared for sales. And although I do 360 marketing, I do Instagram, I do web design, I do all the things, my speciality where I really make the most, really million dollars for my clients is funnels and it's you know ads lead generation and working on the whole infrastructure and that's what I'm also most passionate about the marketing so to be part of this at the time that I've just released I think I had released or I was about to release grown purpose with paid ads now if you grab the VIP ticket you actually get access to grown purpose with paid ads because I have contributed my course as well as many other resources I think values around 2,500 so you can check that out I'll leave the link in the description the show notes but that's what I've got on the board so on the board obviously I have like a setup um, for instance of course because I'm a contributor I'm an affiliate so I'm sharing it with, with my list if you guys are on the email list you've probably seen a little bit more about it and I've just like kind of lit, I've got a little bit of a, of a plan around it you know what happens when people come in what am I going to offer so for instance I'm offering what my one-on-one strategy sessions this is like um, what you call an upsell so this is the upsell that I'm offering now for most of my things I've got some other things in the works but right now where I am really loved the one-on-one strategy sessions I'm really loving them they're doing very well and I just um I just feel like it's it's right now is the best thing that I have to offer to people that come through my programs um when you like create an infrastructure of lots of things for yourself like courses and things you naturally should and it's good to create things that go into each other so for me right now as grown purpose with paid ads was a new program we're running live it was like amazing we had people join in and it was so amazing like it was the one that i told you i sent that email lots of subscribes most like most sales out of the whole campaign i did for a couple of days and you know, it did very well. It was brand new. So I really love that. But I haven't yet built the all the other things into it. There's something I'm building right now. So how can I best support people that have the program and that, you know, see me in the funnel fest and that see me in, um, that maybe w- watch the course as part of the VIP package and want to see what's next with me, a one-on-one strategy session. Let's review a funnel together, right? That's where I feel I can give most value. So that's what I'm offering. Then I'm part of um, Elizabeth Goddard's uh, Lizzie, right? Known as Lizzie's Christmas Party. Oh my goodness, I just love Lizzie. She is such an inspiration. I've known of her in the online world for years. I absolutely am in awe of how she's built her business. Um, I'm an affiliate for, her, for uh, some of her programs. She's the first affiliate cell that I made. You guys, you'll see how spontaneous this was. My husband just dropped in on Alexa to ask me about some milk. and So you might hear it on the last one. I'll try to edit it out. But anyway, let's continue. So I love Lizzie. Um, she's the first affiliate sales I made of someone else's program that I'm not part of. So not like software or anything, but someone else's program. So that felt very special. I've always felt inspired by her affiliate journey. Anyway, so... I'm part of her Christmas party, so I'm back looking at my list, and I've got like the whole mapped out what I offer. I offer my like two signature programs into the um, 
into uh, she calls them goodie bags and i'll tell you all about it when they release um which starts i believe it's on 8th of december i'll email out all the details and i'll i don't have any links now so i'll be able to add them in the show notes but i will email out all the details so if you're not on the email list go to georgianadacosta.com and whenever you download anything paid or free you join the email list and then you'll get all these updates and of course you can unsubscribe at any time so anyway why like the point i'm making here in this episode is that I've got a whole figured out. I've got my whole system, you know, what people are getting for free, what people are getting as an upsell offer. And then affiliates is something that I've been, affiliate marketing is something that I've been like testing out on sort of like a higher level uh, for a little bit now. So I'm like really working into that. I know some new software that I really love that I want to become an affiliate for. So, you know, when I look at those things, I just say to myself, I don't know how everything will work. You guys, I'm just going to be so honest with you. I um, sent my first um, Funnel Fest email and I've got a ton of unsubscribes. And to me, this is something incredible that serves my audience. But the thing is, a lot of my audience also have come in through the through the services courses and this is marketing and they may not be interested in marketing like this. They might just be interested in my service stuff. I also got a lot of clicks and a lot of people interested in um in the fa- uh, funnel fest, and I'll have to wait for the details to say to see how many how many people signed up on through my um, affiliate link on the final fest, right? But that's the reality of it. So sometimes, like now, I could say to myself, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe how many unsubscribes I've gotten." And for instance, another thing, the last email I sent with the last episode. I've got so many unsubscribes and I was like, I love the million dollar idea. I think it serves people. It may have been a title. It may have just been that, you know, I am subscribe of good content all the time. We misalign sometimes with people. They have a lot of stuff coming in that don't have space for our content. I also got a lot of opens, one of the highest open rates. So it's very easy to focus on the bad things. Like, I don't like people unsubscribing, of course. I want people to um, stick with me. I want people to um, get value from my content. Of course, that's a normal thing. But it's also absolutely normal for people to unsubscribe. And it doesn't mean I'm doing the wrong thing. So the reason why I'm sharing with that is because one year ago, me, even though I've been by last year, I've been like almost a decade in business. Even though I make money full time in my business, even though I, especially because I work with clients, I know marketing, you know, with client work, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't attach my worth like that to it because I believe in my clients. So as a marketer, I run the marketing for them. And if something doesn't go right, I believe that I'd never think the client's business is wrong. Never. Because I absolutely think they're the best at what they do. And honestly, that that's how I commit to my clients. And I, I truly think they are that. And they kind of are that. They're a big deal. Um but then at the same time, I just run, okay, let's tweak, let's see, like, I take responsibility for the marketing strategy. But for ourselves, when we do that, it's so easy to think maybe the market strategy was wrong or the messaging or the positioning or, hey, it happens. People unsubscribe. People don't go through with things. Instead, I'll think, oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. How could I possibly do the wrong thing? Being part of amazing collaborations, putting myself out there, bringing my value to the world, uh, bringing my best knowledge to the world, how can that be the wrong thing, right? So when I switch and tweak that and say to myself, 
I am going to test and see how that works. So for instance, straight away and I caught that feeling of, oh my goodness, oh my, why are people so, especially in the last episode, I think that hurt me a little bit more because I thought it was such a good topic. But then I, I think to myself, it's probably because people are not used to getting this type of content from me. I mostly this strategy. It's probably because I sent a lot of emails. <laughs> it's probably because some people are not even opening. Or like, and also, hey, am I going to look at the unsubscribes, which are a fraction, a tiny fraction of how many people actually open and engage with the content? I Side note, I say this to my mom all the time. So my mom runs a restaurant in Spain. And it's like a very, like a small business and very successful and people come and queue up and, you know, it's something that she puts so much work into it and she loves it. And it's like a family run business. And um, I help her with her Google page, you know, where like you read reviews and stuff like that, and you search and it shows on the app. And whenever she gets a bad review, she normally gives me a call and we talk about it. And I remind her, mom, you get like a couple of, like, sometimes 10 good reviews a day. And you may get one bad review a month. Why are we talking about the bad reviews? Why are we not talking about the good reviews? Because it's so easy to only give limelight to what's going wrong and not focus on what's going right. And when you have an attitude of testing and the touch like that, you actually realize. So if I'm looking at my clients, so for instance, with one of my clients I had a situation with a bad review, a really bad review that wasn't really bad in terms of the, the services bad. It was just a thing of administration thing amongst hundreds of reviews that basically are saying you changed my life. As a marketer, talking to my client and even my client, a very like um established business owner that that you know understands this was we knew there was nothing to worry about. Of course, it's not good to have a bad review. Of course, we're gonna do everything to help that customer feel well and, and solve the situation. But ultimately, one bad review in 200 is not bad. Ultimately, me getting a lot of unsubscribes from an from a podcast episode that I know for sure is valuable to the people that are going to listen and and getting the one of the highest open rates naturally to unsubscribes I open things all the time that are super valuable and I'm like I just get too many emails I I don't know I haven't connected enough to this person I'm gonna unsubscribe I it's very like I don't know if I've ever unsubscribed because I thought oh my goodness this content is so bad not at all. And I often subscribe to the same people because if I've subscribed to them once, it's probably because I was interested in something free they offered, right? Or in some way in the world. And I probably come back around when it's right time for me. So that's kind of how it goes. So the reason why I share with you this, because like, as I'm looking at my thing now and I have all these things going on and all these collaborations and going back now into the final final fest, right? The fact that I send the first email and I got lots of unsubscribes. It would be so easy for me to think, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like people don't like this. Let me not talk about it anymore. Let me not talk about the next collaboration. How can I not talk about it when I work so hard to participate in these things, to give my best to these things, when I know for sure it will help people get the best of me, Right? But if I have a attitude, it, it is the fact that I managed to have an attitude of testing and a very um, 
sort of like objective look at my business, my personal business, where I put my own content out, the way I treat my client's business, that I'm able to look at this like that because the old me would have given up. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that if you are in a situation right now, not just that you have to believe in yourself, but maybe there are some things that are telling you it's not good enough. And again, remember the, the example I gave you, the reviews. It's like me with the last episode, with episode 28, Million Dollar Idea, 29, I think, Million Dollar Idea. Um, I trust, I'm going to trust myself on this. Like that got the most unsubscribed I've ever got on a podcast, I believe. I haven't looked at all of them, but it was quite significant. But it was also one of my highest ever open rates. So, with that in mind, first of all, it's kind of normal. The more people open, the more people, the more opportunities to unsubscribe. I could focus on the good stuff. Oh my goodness, so many people opened. This must have really interested my audience. Or the bad stuff. Oh my goodness, I've got so many unsubscribes. It's easy to focus on the bad stuff. Like with my mom's rest- restaurant, it's very easy to react to a bad review and feel deflated and ignore the tens and thousands, I think she's got thousands of good reviews over the years that say, oh my goodness, it was the best food ever, clean environment, lovely stuff, all the good stuff, right? We cannot thrive in a business if we don't look at it that way. And it's not easy. Personally, I haven't found it easy over the years. Personally, this is something that I had to work on consciously, but I was so proud of myself that when I'm faced with these things and I still have those emotions, I come to this resolve really quick to realize that this is not um, this is not um, about me. This doesn't mean I should stop. This is the thing. This that like ultimately, you guys, as a business owner, first of all, as a business owner that has started a business right, we start these businesses creatively for ourselves. We really believe in what we do. First of all, we cannot go with the wind. If we are going to put out into the world what we believe in, we have to stand behind what we believe in and accept that not everybody's going to like it. We have to tell ourselves, is it that we want to be liked or is it that we want to share our truth? I have started looking at this and I joined a lot of programs for uh, seven-figure coaches that literally self-made from zero to seven figures. So million dollar businesses a lot of women very similar to me i always like to buy and connect from people i feel a connection to not that they're all like me (laughs) some of them are completely different than me but i relate to them like i relate to their journey i relate to their thoughts i relate to what they their content so i feel empowered by it because i think there's an unlimited amount of good content out there amazing content so the way i sort through it is i um I buy and join things from people I relate to that I feel like their journey and their content gives me confidence in myself and in applying those principles. So that's kind of how I've kind of grown in this 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 space online and learning. And all of them are always sharing this, this you know, lessons that they get that you cannot 
that you have to think to yourself that even if you impact one person, that is enough. And if you're selling a $10 product and you're trying to make six figures, you're going to probably think, because I've thought this when I was hearing this, like, what? <laughs> so selling $10 is enough? No, no, no. I'll be minus. My software costs $200 a month. How can I possibly? But here's the truth. The truth and the truth and the truth is that it can be... Um, it's enough because it's one at a time and it uh, it accumulates, right? But uh, let me let me try to make sense because I, I feel like I didn't make sense of that thought. When you say to yourself, at least I impact one person, you approach it without fearing numbers, without fearing approval. You approach it thinking to yourself, what I am going to do is trust myself fully that this is valuable and I, I am going to say to myself even if it helps one person one person this is enough so when you say that you put the value on the quality and the truthfulness of your content and 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 you put it out there it is impossible to create a business that goes with what everyone's opinion is when you have people unsubscribe those people didn't want to be in your world and benefit from your world. If you base your ideas on those people, you may miss all the people that opened and clicked and engaged and bought. It's very similar to my mom's business. When If she ignores the good comments, which are the recurrent customers that are always booking tables of 10 and coming and spending and eating and loving and recommending and really enjoying this local restaurant they have. And if she focuses instead of the one person that came in, you know, asked for a booking when she was booked out and, you know, asked to sit down on the table when she was booked out and was very upset that they couldn't be served and now they give a bad review and they'll never come back again. They don't live in the area. They don't care about the business. They don't like the owners. They don't care about the food. Like her business is not for those people. It is not like, so we must not put our worth on being liked. It is impossible. We also cannot, cannot always put our worth on numbers and immediate numbers because good things may take time. Some of the biggest million dollar businesses out there that you see have gone through the exact journey you are going through right now, but the, or I am going through right now. But the, the, the thing is, they didn't give up. And most, obviously, most people talk about things once they're done. Because first of all, most of us are in the trenches. Like when I was going from making $200 to $1,000 a month so inconsistently in my business from 2012 to 2016, I, I, I didn't have time for this. I was hustling to get the money in. Once I reached that stable income in my business, that gives me more time. And it doesn't always have to be like that. Of course, you can bring a platform first. But I, I think that that's when I felt more space in my life to share and to do these things. Even the direction I'm taking now in my podcast, I've actually, I was starting with it very differently, like giving tips and things and themes and stuff. And then I just quickly stopped and I said, no, this will be the place that I intimately share my stuff. I actually want to be able to come back to all these episodes and listen to it and know that that was real and that was a lesson. And, you know, on my million dollar journey, because baby, I'm on that journey, <laughs> I want to come back and listen to all this stuff. 
and and know what I've been feeling. And and in the journey of you guys listening with me, I always tell you this. I see this as a coffee conversation. We're sitting down. I see us sitting down in a nice cafe. The last place I was living in, there was like this nice cafe next door. It has the nice windows and kind of like onto the high street and like busy, busy London buses of all all over. I loved it. And just like have a nice, my husband and I sometimes will go there with a nice coffee, cup of coffee. My little one was quite small. We even were there when he was um, before he was born. And then we'll just like talk business and like drink our nice cup of coffee. I just imagine us like besties talking about that, talking about all these things quite frankly. And we walk away and we get aha moments, individual aha moments, right? So that's why I transparently share my journey. So again, what I say to you is that this is what it takes on the process there. And I find that it mostly takes mindset work. One of my favorite coaches, Denise, that, that Phil Thomas, in her book, The Chillpreneur, and I got all her books. She's got, uh, I'm, you know what, I'm not going to say it because this is like a completely clean and I don't really use profanity, but it's not like profanity, but she's like, um, she's got a book called Get Rich Like You Be. <laughs> you read the title. Um, I think Lucky like Be and then uh, The Chillpreneur. I read them all, came across her, read them all, love her, totally relate to her. And then, you know, she, I completely lost my friend with us. Why did I just say I learned from her? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is what you do, guys, when you have don't have notes from the episode and you speak from the heart. I will circle right back to that of what she said. Because I literally completely left my, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you got to trust yourself. You got to, um, oh yeah, that's what she says. Sorry. She said that strategy is easy. You can Google it. But it's truly mindset that takes to build a business, yeah. And she built it from zero to multi-millionaire <coughs> in her entrepreneur attitude, which I love. And um, that's that's truly I am I'm I'm going to second that and really say that I agree with that because strategy cannot work unless you have you outsource a team that believes in the strategy and they're gonna implement it for you and help you, or you have a coach that's helping you, which all are necessary and amazing. So whenever you can get them in your business, get them. Ultimately, you will, you will, you, your mindset can, here's the truth. Your mindset can break a bad strategy. A bad mindset can break a break strategy and good mindset can break a good strategy, can, can um, make a bad strategy better. That's the truth. So ultimately, that's why I say in this, in this episode, my, what my lesson is that I'm sharing, and you might have gotten more lessons as we spoke about this, but is the idea of just have an attitude of testing. So <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this because I don't know. I have an attitude of testing, so I don't know if I'm going to take it out. What else is on my list is a journal, diary. I mean, like I love my white pages diaries and I love my brand of the podcast, Free, Happy and Thriving. So you guys, I'm going to try to put a journal out into the world. I don't know. I don't know. I have like a system. I looked it up. It's been nudging me for a couple of months now. And I was about to buy my new notebook. I was like, just get it. And I don't know if I want to sell physical products, but I certainly know I want to create my own and then I'll make it available. And maybe it'll be a big thing. Maybe I'll make it a big thing. Maybe it'll not. Maybe it'll just be something I order. But it's been nudging me for months enough now to say to myself, okay, all right, Georgiana, test it. What have you got to lose? 
Of course, if it was like this big thing that would distract from everything else, but it's not. I thought it through. I contained it, right? So I'm going to trust myself on this, but not just going to trust myself on this. I'm going to test it out and I'm going to not attach myself to the results because now I have learned enough. I've listened to enough podcasts. I've read enough books. I've done enough coaching programs, which I continuously do to know that everybody that is in that place I'm going and I'm already there actually I'm already on the journey that's another thing to know you're on the journey you're on a journey the day you decide to start a business and the day you start to put yourself out there even if you're in a job that you don't like right now or you're not making money in your business or you're minus in your business you're still in if you started a business you dream about for me I started a business I dream about you guys if you listen to this episode you know that my computer screen goes up this is super amateur <laughs> so um now you're back in I just had to type in my password. So I'm already in it. I'm in full time in my business in 2016. I birthed my children and stayed home. I'm still working from home now, but I've got goals. I've got million dollar goals. I've got impact. I've got thousands upon tens of thousands of students, of people, of women that I want to help and inspire. I can envisage the emails coming in um, saying how I changed their life, how they were able to breastfeed a little bit, a little bit longer because they weren't able to, they didn't have to rush to go back into the workplace because they had the cushion of their online business, how they, you know, were able to see their, their children walk for the first time or how they were just able to take them out of school and homeschool them or I don't know, get an RV and travel with their husband or uh, travel. Like, you guys, <laughs> right now I'm working with Diana, who is my cousin, but kind of like my niece because their mom, who is my auntie, we she's very young. My grandma had her like a 40-something, so she's like about 25 years younger than my mom. So pretty much we grew up as sisters. So to me, her daughters, which is Diana, I like my nieces and she's got more daughters and uh, uh, an, uh, an adult and a child and her children and a boy. And the children, I like my, um, I like my, my nieces really. And the business allowed me when Diana went to university to offer her to work with me. So instead of her going to work a part-time job, she had like, and we have a podcast interview on this. I don't have the number right now, but I will link it in the show notes. Um, and she shared her story. And that is, um, I impacted through the business that changed my life, that changed my children's lives, that allowed me, because my husband has his own business too, but allowed us together to live our dream lives because we, we both have our own businesses. Now it also allowed me to share the glory and share the benefits by being able for Diana to work part-time with me as a service provider and also make money from her laptop, learning credible skills, gaining enormous confidence. And she had the choice of like traveling hours upon hours to this ice cream parlor that she would have spent all day in and come back and she wouldn't have really made enough and wouldn't have allowed her to do what she wants to do in, at, uh, her, you know, in her studies. And instead now she does this. So like it, imp it impacts people. It will impact you. So, so celebrate yourself. So I'm celebrating myself now, but I'm also celebrating myself on a journey. So coming back to my point, as I look at people on the journey towards my goals and I look at myself where I am and I look at myself where I come from and I look at all the ideas I have realized that that's all we all doing like I used to think there's like some secret sauce there's, there is a secret sauce and it's mindset honestly it's mindset it's resilience it's you keep on trying and i used to also think this mindset has i have to wake up one day and have no more fears and have more no more like uh 
you know, self-doubt. Like, I don't know. I think it's in spite of that. It's the idea of like, you're afraid, so you're going to do it anyway because it's worth it to you. So I'm going to put this journal out. Let's see. Let's see the process. I trust myself on it. Like I've got other things of like some platforms that I want to put on one of my mini courses of that I tested before and I have an intuitive nudge that will help me. Um, some courses I'm retiring, but I'm actually taking them out into some other platforms that sell courses for me to build my audience and reach more people. And um, it's just like this website I like to write on that's been making some like nice residual money on the side. And I write like all sorts of random stuff on it. And I love writing. So, hey, literally that's one on my list, you guys. There's so much more. I have a new program coming out. I'm not going to say much about it, but all I can tell you is that there will be a free training about it later this month. And it's super juicy and it's super powerful. And it's going to be the one of the biggest things I do in 2023. And it just it's right on from the final fest and grown purpose with paid ads and grown audience of buyers and these trainings that I know are bringing the best of what my marketing experience and my business journey has been to help other marketers. And there is Something else special coming on very likely with the plans, but the goal of it is to just tell you that I've got an I'm not I'm not attached to these results in the sense of I got goals for these results. But if any of these things doesn't work, or if in the process of it I'm like mm, this is not reasonable, I'm just going to drop it and know it was an experiment. I am a business owner regardless of whether I make that sale or I get that click. I am a business owner because I say I am a business owner because I commit to be a business owner and because I keep going on. I do not give up. I commit myself to my dreams and I commit myself to bring something valuable into this world. Something I sell, something that brings value, something is great and I do it over and over again. And I would do it for free. Not no, I wouldn't do it for free in the sense of give it for free because that's not business, right? Like the the art, the very important art of business is getting paid. That's a very important part of the whole thing, right? So I take full responsibility and joy in getting paid. But I will continue, even if I wasn't making the money in my business right now, you couldn't stop me from working on my business until it made money. In fact, for the period in my business, 2012, 2016, that I really struggled, that I made a lot of money and I made zero money at times. And I was back in jobs and I was really struggling in and out. I can tell you that I did not give up. I would wake up an hour early and go to a cafe. And I don't even know how productive I was, but that was my work on my business time. And it was not so much what I was making, that it was so much what I was committing to that kept me a business owner. I am here because I didn't give up. I will be here continuously as a business owner, as an online business owner, because I am never giving up. So I hope to inspire you. Whether you have a goal to make $100, you have a goal to make $1,000, $5,000, or millions of dollars, whatever stage you are at in a goal, whether you are on day one, whether day, day 5,000, just know that really the metric for your success is you not giving up, you choosing to believe blind in yourself, you learning to navigate ups and downs, successes and losses, and still driving this ship passionately, truly to yourself, right? That's it, guys. I'm out. <laughs> I've gotten very passionate about this, really. Um, 
I'm really special to share this raw message with you. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, you mean the world to me. If you uh, like reply to the email that you probably got the episode from and um, say if you enjoyed it, if it helped you joining the conversation, tell me what you think. And of course, if you do send me a DM on Instagram at the Georgiana da Costa or uh, share this to your story, it'll mean the world to me and I'll share it back and thank you publicly. Thank you. See you on the next episode. Bye.